Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. Cornerstone, milestone, capstone, whatever you call it. That's what we're talking about today. If you've made it this far in the podcast with me about your custom home, I want to thank you for joining me, especially this you know previous few episodes where we're talking about naming and joy. Today, I'm going to get into something that for me is a little bit personal about my practice or the service that I provide all of you when you engage my services, but it's also just an idea for you to consider for yourself. And that is the idea of the marker. And I'm gonna go through a little bit like historical discussion to get you thinking, but one of the things that we chose to do for you as our clients is any of the homes or buildings that we build, we put into them a cornerstone. And I call it a cornerstone, but it's not, always use the same way in every building but what it is is that marker that is something that brings that connection to you through the design process that's changed and so the naming episode touched on this a little bit but today I want to really get into just more discussion and more exploration of this idea of of course you want to represent yourself and your lifestyle or the things that you want to do in your home through all of the architecture, but there's always that point of beginning. And so the idea historically of a cornerstone was when they would lay out a building, it would be the place where they mark the stone, a geographic location that had a direction from which the building would be laid out. Now, today, if you buy your property in the U.S., you will find a foundation marker that has a rod and most of the time it'll have a cap of the person or company that laid that out. And so we're very adept at doing that for marking out ownership, the idea or the concept of owning a piece of land. And the way that that is measured, I find it is so fascinating because it's measured in directions. I'll be like number from this point, number northeast and it has degrees minutes and seconds for the direction it's all laid out that way then typically once the building's done we just measure off that point like five feet in from each side and we use those lines and and for the boundaries but the building itself also is laid out so typically when you lay out the foundation they'll put stakes in the ground and they'll put flags in it and tie string and start laying it out based on that but the building itself is referenced from that thing but it doesn't necessarily have its own marker, right? So like in in the US, those points are typically like somewhat unmovable once the land is platted. And it's not very common that it does happen, but it's not very common for those things to be moved. And so the idea of placing this cornerstone on the building from which you reference everything is something that I hold very dearly because when you're doing this, project for yourself this is a point in your life I don't even like to necessarily think of points like you know I I think 
there's both ways of looking at almost everything. Um, so this is a point in your life, but it's also the river or flow of your life that's continuing. And while you're doing this, make it something that's memorable and make it something that's significant. It's all how you choose to think about it. And so uh, traditionally you had this cornerstone that would mark out the location of beginning. Sometimes people say chief cornerstone or chief the capstone marks the at the top of the arch where it's held together or the point that holds the arch together that's the top piece of the building and or structure and people view it as different things sometimes the cornerstone literally is a capstone sometimes it marks a date sometimes it spells out the people that worked on it sometimes they'll have two one is the date you know nowadays it's rare that we have buildings that are built over hundreds of years right now i think sagrada familia is one of the few that's like actively being built for over a 100 years and those type of buildings they could put a stone in to mark the date of beginning and the date of completion substantial completion of that part of the building so people have chosen to mark out significant things in this process of building this house and that's what i encourage you to do because i think this act of marking an event, marking a beginning, marking an end, of making an effort with a team, with a group of people, with your architect, with your financer, with your your family, with your realtor, all these people, all the tradesmen that go into craftsmen, that go into to building the home. It's always a, a culmination of this effort of telling a story, specifically in a house. It may only be used by a few people, but there was so much heart. It really does take a village. I think Sometimes when people think take a village, they think all volunteer. So it's not, it didn't, the village didn't do it if it was just not volunteers. Like people say, oh, it used to be to volunteer, but there's always an exchange. So even when there's something being paid for with monetary value, there's still an exchange. It's still the village, if you will, of the people, you know, that might be all over the world that are contributing to the success of of your dwelling intentionally. And the more you can be intentional and value that, then I believe that draws out the story of your home. And I talk about story all the time, but it really is kind of like the pinnacle part of the DNA, the, the story that you tell yourself all around the DNA idea. So again, I'm going to recap this every episode if I can. The DNA is your dream, the story you tell yourself about what you want the house to mean, your nature, the place in nature that you are, the things you tell yourself about what that nature means. You're going to have a different view than someone else. I'm talking to somebody, I'm designing a house right now. The person loves nature, but they don't like to be outside. Their spouse loves nature and loves to be outside. So the house is being designed with accommodation and intention for both of those things. Viewing nature, but still being in a nice cooled area or the person who wants to be outside on these decks that are inserted into the forest. And they're choosing to be intentional about the duality of their desire. And I love that they're a couple, they've been married for 30 years, and they know what each other likes, and we're designing that together. And by knowing these things is leading us towards kind of giving birth to this home. So to me, the capstone under cornerstone is a part of that that birth it's like once it's done that's the completion part like 
you name the child, but the child still has to be born, right? It's made in the womb for nine months, then it's born, and then you have the name. So this is kind of the marker of the birth, if you will, of this house coming from the design phase into the construction phase, marking out its place in nature. The location of it is based on the effects. That's the A from DNA. And it's designed around your desire. So some of the things that we've done is we often put like the name of the people involved. Each time have designed a icon, if no pictures yet, but a graphical icon that kind of sums up an idea or some ideas about the house. And we work with our clients on that. And um, one job where we just finished making the cornerstone, it says you are loved on it. And that it's actually calling it the cornerstone, but it's actually going to be a marker of the threshold of the building. So when you enter this space, you know that you are loved. And that statement, the way they see it is a reminder. It's not just you're loved here. You might even encounter something there that you feel like isn't love at some time. But even though people will always do things that someone else may not perceive as love, we don't control people's perception of what we do. So as humans, we are going to do things that other people won't feel loved. But we still want to make that declaration, that statement that you are loved. And when it's in stone like that, I like it because it's like that thing's always going to say you are loved. We may fail, but you if someone does something to you, you can remember that you can love yourself. Just <laughs> Now I'm thinking about the Miley Cyrus song, you know, I can flowers, you know, she's making these declarations to herself that there is love in her life and she can love herself first. It can come from her, even though other people may fail her, even though she may fail herself. God created her so that she is full of love, part of God, right? And so there is love there in her life and she can choose it. And I thought that was a powerful statement. Like when you walk in here, you're going to remember that you are loved. Hopefully you'll meet somebody here that's going to show you love in this cafe. But regardless, there's a reminder to yourself, you can love yourself. And inside of it, we're putting messages for people that are messages of love to them, to reminders of love. So that's something that is very specific to this location. And then another one right now that we're working on, I think I may have mentioned this in the naming episode because it's related to it, is a related to a song. And it's a song that is, I don't want to say negative, but it's kind of got like a pain it's like a painful season in the person's life or about the person that's being sung about but there's a statement in there that says you got to remind i can't remember the exact words right now but i haven't written down but it's a reminder to themselves that you can do this you can lift yourself up all you need to do is to choose it choose love choose moving onward choose to treat yourself right and that person that's a life statement for them is that they can do it regardless of what bad thing has happened, what ad so-called adversity has come into their life. They're reminding themselves that the real way to choose, the real powerful thing to choose is to love yourself, to love the life, the situation that you're in, and to keep moving forward. You can do it. You can choose it. When I read it, I initially thought of like not choosing bad things for yourself. Like a lot of times we do things are like, I would be better if I chose this, but you can choose to love yourself regardless of what you do because God loves you regardless of what you do. You can choose to 
move forward, not to punish yourself, not to do wrong by yourself or self-sabotage. So when this person, when my client told me this, I was like, I am so excited. You guys, all of you come up with these beautiful things that quite frankly, just enrich my life so much because by doing this intention, you guys are making a mark in in me. You guys are, and when I say you guys, obviously, I mean, most of the people I'm talking about right now are actually uh, women. They are very inspirational to me in the way they're thinking about their space and the way that they're being intentional about the architecture and their love for the design and what they want it to communicate to themselves every day. So I believe when I write that down, you know, it's like, if you don't write down your vision, it's not going to come true. If you don't make it clear, it's not going to come true. So by deciding these messages, and they're not always in word, only a couple of them have been a word, but there's still intention in the icon or in the the word for what this space is going to be. Now, it's true, you could live in a cardboard box and you could choose love. But I think it's even more important when we're, or equally as important, there's no more or less in this regard, to remind ourselves when we're doing something that there's an intention behind it about what we're wanting to accomplish with this use of material, this use of energy transfer from sand into a building, from wood into a building, that there's some story, there's some contribution in the story of life to it. As humans, we have the ability to think about what we're thinking. We have the ability to assign a descriptive meaning to people to interpret, to communicate a message to their life that they can receive. And that's a really, I want to say magical thing because I don't, I don't totally understand it. I don't know when we achieve this ability to think about our thoughts, to analyze things deeper than I have my dog and I feel like my dog is my equal or something, you know, like I love them so much, but I see them consider sometimes like put a treat on the ground and my dog can walk past the treat and he's good at it. He knows I've trained him. Like if you walk past this, you're going to get one anyway. He knows it, but we have the ability to understand. I may walk past this temptation. I may walk past this hurt and I may not get a treat at the end. I may not get something at the end, but what I'll get is faithfulness to myself, love for myself. And and the ability to analyze things that way. And I mean, someone could argue with me about that, I guess. I don't totally know everything, but that's just my observation. There may be examples where creatures have been able to to do that. But as far as I know, we're the only ones doing that. And so that's the importance of the cornerstone to me. So when you're thinking about your architecture, think about how you want it to be for you. you know, like I said, this one person, we have a, a song related to it. Another person, we've got a word. Another person, we had an icon, or we've done that a few times now. Some jobs, it may be like your logo or something or some part of your mission, or it may actually be the stone itself. We're working on one right now that is more of like a, a pylon, and, and it's a, a different idea about this stone. And it can take on a life of itself, but I think that piece of the architecture isn't something to be discarded. So you could say, well, that's an extra $5,000 for my building. Why would I want to do that? But remember, you're paying for a building and its function, but it's going to work for you because it means something to you about your business, about your family life. And so for me, I have found it an invaluable practice because the enhancement for the overall project and product 
has been greatly increased when we have done this. The people's connection to the architecture and their thoughts about it is much stronger. And so for you, I want you to consider that type of thing. But how would it be interpreted for you? Is it more of a capstone idea that you're marking the pinnacle? Are you marking the start of a new season in your life? Are you making a statement to other people about something significant to you? Are you making a statement to yourself? Are you trying to bind people together? There's so many interpretations of this and I'm fascinated every time. I'm so thankful to find out what the different one is for each of you when I when I meet with you. I'm really excited because I'm just about to engage with someone else that we're going to be building their project and uh, we're about a week away from the permit and we have not nailed down the idea yet and this it always happens a different way but I can see it evolving and I'm so excited. So I'll report back once we've made this one and uh, everybody, please hold me to it because I want to share this with you. So today I kind of took the naming thing, but I want to add a physicality to it. Like a lot of people say falling water, you don't even need necessarily a capstone or a cornerstone type thing. People will get it when they see it. But I like the idea of the name being in, marked on it somehow of it being integrated into it. And if you're interested in marking your place on this earth with your cornerstone, if you're interested in starting your custom home journey, please contact us. If you go to ca-rd.com and click book a consultation, you can start working with us today. If you don't own property or you're just getting into it, you can also call us to start the journey. If you haven't listened to all the previous episodes, please Go do that, especially from the beginning, because we talk about architectural DNA and what this process is of your custom home or architecture project and how to go about it. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you made it this far. If you've listened to all the podcasts, thank you so much. If you just listened today, thank you for considering this with me. You know, one of our goals here is we want to en enrich people's lives through the architecture that we provide for them. Or if you're just listening and you're going to work with someone else, we still are here to help enrich that process for you to build on the significance of this process in your life. I'm JD Carling, your architect. Thank you so much for listening today again. And I look forward to creating your home with your cornerstone or hearing about what you decide to do. I'll see you next week. And I've got another exciting episode that's related to this. Some of you... I may know what it is, but it's going to be a much different episode than any of the other ones we've done. But it will be related to the cornerstone and possibly castles. So I'm J.D. Carlin once again. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want to discuss or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.